Good morning, Charmers. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of The Charming Libra. Um, my goodness. Well, it's, you guys, I, I just, fall is in the air in my state. Like, no joke. You know, the temperatures have already been dropping. We even have some leaves falling off. I'm like, what the heck? This is so early. It's still only August, even though next week will be September. But it's just like, it's just all happening so fast. But in a way, I'm ki- I kind of love it. You know what I mean? Like, I love fall. Fall is one of my favorite seasons because I love the fall fashion. I love the coziness. I love how the leaves are changing to these beautiful, like, gorgeous colors of golds and oranges and reds and browns and, you know, like, darker greens and everything. It's just, like, like jewel tones, you know what I mean? Like, oh, my gosh, I, like, I love it. I really do. You know, like, school is about to be starting again. Um, Of course, I didn't go um, this year, but... I'm definitely decided that I'm going um, the following year. Um, I want to see how everything kind of pans out first, um, especially with like having like this variant and everything going around. I don't want to, I don't know, I don't want to start and then have to be all online because to be honest, like I don't really care for all online school. Um, I, I do it, of course, because like when I was going to college, I had to work at the same time. So there was some classes that I would do online unless to be able to have a full uh, credit, credit term, you know, cause I didn't want to take a long time. Like I, I went like the whole entire year, including summer. Like I did not fuck around so I could graduate early and it worked and I would do it again that way for grad school. But yeah. Um, but it's getting chilly, you know, like it's getting darker early again. And it's just like, it's just, it's just screaming fall. And, you know, now that we're in, our bigger house, you know, I cannot wait because I am going to decorate for fall, all seasons, Halloween, Christmas, everything, the done deal. But um, of course, I am up here today for today's episode. It is our astrology wellness episode, you guys, Virgo style, right? So uh, this is where, you know, like, as you guys know, we finished the other, um, what is it? the uh, wellness book. So we're in a new one uh, that's about the complete guide to astrological self-care, a holistic approach to wellness for every sign in the Zodiac by Stephanie Gawain. I love this book. I haven't read it. I'm reading it with you guys, obviously. So I don't like to get ahead because I kind of like to, you know, like I want to learn with y'all. <laughs> so like uh, I have not read even like my sign and stuff yet or nothing. Um, but it's exciting, you know, like, I love, you guys know, I love the holistic approach, and I'm also going to read the, um, crystal zodiac, uh, sign, uh, for ascendant sign, the crystal for that sign, uh, for Virgo, of course, Virgo ascendant, um, and you guys, I mentioned last episode, if you haven't listened to it, go ahead and listen to it, it's the kickoff of Virgo season, rising style, and, um, I mentioned that I have, you know, like, you guys know, and if you're new here, hey, what's up? I'm glad you came. Please stay, like, and subscribe. I love seeing, like, I just love seeing, like, the growth of this podcast. Because I remember when I first started it, um, like, nobody was listening. And I was just like, 
you know, I'm just like, I know you're not going to start out like a big bang, but you know, I'm just like, well, I don't want to be talking to myself. And then, you know, finally, like one person would, and then, you know, then it grew to two and then eventually it started to really like grow. And, you know, like the other day, I just found that there's like over 2k downloads of this. And I know for other podcasts, they're like, oh, that's nothing. But to me, that's everything. Like it went from zero guys to 2k now. And, you know, like I'm getting, I'm growing established, like people who are consistent with listening and, oh, I don't, you know, I just get emotional a little bit. Um, it just warms my heart because I, this is what I love. I'm so passionate about astrology, wellness and self-care, you know, like you guys know I'm on a healing journey. Like I've been, it's like off and on with sick and you know, um, like it's weird. Cause like a lot of my doctors can't help me because they're always like, well, everything's fine. Your blood work, everything's perfect. Everything's this. And it's just like, nothing's perfect. If I feel like shit, you know what I mean? So, you know, this is the kind of stuff that I use. Like, I, I kid you not, this is the stuff that I use. Like I, I'm, I'm like, an, I love to do herbs, you know, herbal stuff for, medicines of course I use uh medications if it's like life or death or something that I know that I can't risk um you know like doing anything until it gets better and then once I get you know like once I get it under control then I talk to my doctors and then they'll play okay it's under control you don't have to take it and then I'll take over with herbs and healthy supplements and nutrition And you guys know that I study medical astrology and I found one of my books, one of my first books that I got when I found out about medical astrology and it's called Astrology, Nutrition and Health. And this is related to medical astrology. It's not as detailed as like, of course, the maladies and everything of what's going on, but it's basically about the diet using astrology, like, you know, like proteins and things like that. And I thought that would, it would be really fun to, I don't know, kind of introduce this to you guys, because this is stuff that, you know, people use in ancient times, and, you know, like, I know people are like, well, people didn't live long back then, but it's just like, well, of course, you know, like, certain things that, like, we are blessed to have now, um, is what's helping, you know, like technology and medicines have grown a lot, but there's also some some things that you got to notice like back in the past that they didn't really suffer too much with. And that's like diabetes, heart disease, cancers, and all that kind of shit. Like you rarely heard about that back then because they were using like things like, you know, herbs and natural. They had all whole foods. They weren't eating like fucking macaroni from a box. Like they weren't eating shit from a box. They had to make it from scratch. And, you know, that's basically what it kind of falls into. But they also kind of use like the signs of the, you know, the stars and what your placements are. So I thought, and I'm sure um, a lot of you guys Oh, I'm sorry. I found out like an old note in this book that kind of caught my caught my attention, but um, no worries. Anyways, um, yeah. So I thought that would be good to introduce either for its own solo kind of bonus episode, um, 
and read like a chapter, I guess like maybe a chapter a week um, until we get to the end. Um, I have read this book like a a long time ago because surprisingly my friend, it's actually, I bought this book when I graduated college um, because my friend got me a, um, a Amazon gift card for my gift and I was like, ooh, why don't I use that to, you know, get some things I've been interested in and everything else. And so this was one of the books and I think I think you guys would enjoy, and you know, this is pretty much a astrology slash wellness podcast and relationship podcast too, Um, but I noticed it's turned way more into um, astrology and wellness, but yeah, I, and I also need to start incorporating that because like I said, you guys, I am literally at the end of my astrology course. Um... Now I'm at the part where I put everything that I've learned together, like aspects and everything. And then I learn to interpret the charts, which I'm taking my time with that part because when I did the aspects uh, section, it was, it made a lot of sense. But I, you know, like I said, I'm not into, I don't know that very well because I spent a lot of time on the houses because I didn't know houses very well either and how it works and incorporates and then I had to actually interpret a chart and see why this person was like why the person had this poor relationship with their parents why their girlfriend broke up with them all that stuff so that took me some time because I wanted to make sure that I really like looked into like his placements and uh, his houses and everything else. We didn't have aspects then because the next, uh, we didn't learn aspects until after houses. But, um, I really want to take my time with that. Cause I also signed up because you have to take that course first unless to sign up for any other type of astrology interpretation. And the next interpretation class that I did, you guys, I did re- of relationship astrology because hello, this is supposed to be a relationship astrology podcast as well. And, um, I'm very interested because in in learning deeper than what I could learn because if you know I have books that are related to astrology um with relationships but it's always based on the sun sign and I'm telling you now I don't give a fuck if you have the same sun uh, I was going to say sunshine sun sign or you have like a trining uh, sun sign with your significant other or you know like a sex style or whatever like or in the same element or whatever or different element it doesn't it does not matter because like I feel like and what I've been learning is that it's way more than sun sign when it comes to relationships like you got to look at the moon you got to look at mercury and you got to look at um venus to me and from what I know now, uh, experienced in like things that I've read, um, or studied with, you know, and it's like, it, it's, to me, it really falls on those, like, don't get me wrong, the sun's, it's important, but it's just like, I always say, it's the tip of the iceberg, because it's like this, like, I can give you like, an example of my husband, and even me. Okay, so as you guys, you know, of course, you OG listeners know kind of this thing. So me and my husband, we we got married, of course, um, last year. And um, 
speaking of that, our anniversary is coming up, so I'm fucking, oh my god, I cannot believe it, but anyways, um, we, uh, where was I at, okay, so, before we got together, of course, we were besties, you guys know that, we supported each other, we were there for each other, and we were in different relationships and everything else, um, and, uh, of course, the relationship I'm going to speak on is the one before, the last one bef- that was before my husband, but anyways, um, so I know one of them is, um, so for him, he dated a Pisces, right? And it didn't last long. And you guys know that it says that all times that Scorpio and Pisces are literally almost like soulmates, like perfect for each other. But it was not the case. Like, of course, like they got along, you know, like um, they could talk, you know, and they understood each other, I think on an emotional level, of course, because they're both water signs. But everything else did not match well, like their the way their um, emotions, as far as how they express it. And we know that um, for the moon sign, that's how you express your emotions. That's pretty much what you express on a daily fucking basis. And I had found out that the moon sign of the girl was um, fire and his is water, right? Her Venus, fire, his is earth. You see what I mean? And so um, what else? But even the Mars, the Mars, hers was air, his was water. (laughs) So even though their sun signs were perfect, everything else, that's what clashed. That's what made it not last long. Because they only dated for literally like, I think like two or three months. And you would think that because they're always like, oh, if you're a Pisces sun or Scorpio moon, you're perfect. You're going to last forever. You're soulmates and stuff. Not necessarily, you know, and you guys know that with me and my husband, obviously I am a Libra and he is a Scorpio, yet we work so well together. Like we got married and we lasted so long because our... um because our, um, I feel like it's our other placements. And I forgot to mention that, um, her Mercury was Pisces and his was Scorpio. So th- that, that worked. So they understood, they communicated great. That's for sure. Cause Mercury is about communication and like how you think slash kind of like research and all that stuff. So that like their sun and their Mercury was great. But the main thing like Venus is, which is how you love, how you expect you know, give and receive love, what you find attractive and everything else, your moon signs, your, you know, how you express your, you know, emotions, your subconscious and all that stuff. So for me and my husband, we are, um, like, he's a Scorpio. I'm a Libra. I have a Libra, um, Mercury. He has a Scorpio Mercury, which is why our communication was difficult at first because we, think different that is an air sign he's a water sign with mercury and there's different you know like I feel like as far as that he's more of a emotional like he emotionally communicates I I don't know how to say this but it's like I would say like I'm more of a logical kind of communicator like 
I, I'm like, oh, okay, this, I understand this makes sense, you know, da, da, da. and he's more of, like, a person that will use, I guess, his emotions, I guess you can say, to communicate, um, he's more ran by them, I guess you could say, so that's why we had, like, it's like, I understand his emotions, but some things, like, I literally have to, I balance him, he says that, because, when he gets upset, he gets emotionally impulsive where he'll start to make decisions because he's pissed off. And I'm like, hey, like, I understand this is how you feel. But let's, let's, let's like calm, let's like, you know, like wait this second and kind of think a little bit before we act. And, you know, like kind of like put some logic into it. Cause you know, I'll be like, if you do this now, this may be the consequence that happens. Right. And, um, you know, and vice versa, and then he'll be like, yeah, he'll like, you know, like, kind of like, give himself some time, be upset, and I'm like, you know, yeah, feel, feel what you need to feel, you know, but don't make an action on it yet, because that's gonna land you in either jail or in trouble, because, you know, he's very, you know, Scorpios are, (laughs) the motherfuckers really should be fire signs, in my opinion, but anyways, um, yeah, so, um, that's, how we kind of work and then just like when I'm being too logical you know he'll kind of be like is this what you're feeling you know like he's really he's very intuitive to me and when I'm down just like I am to him I know when something's wrong he knows when something's wrong with me and everything else but um we we I have a water moon he has a water moon um you know Pisces he's cancer um we both are Virgo Venuses, and then um, my Mars and his Mars, his Mars is Scorpio, my Mars is Virgo, so you see how, like, our Venus and our moon signs work very well together, because they understand each other very well, and that's why I feel like we work compared to my, you know, ex, who was in Aries, which is supposed to be also my match, and we did not work at all, like, at all at all I'm telling you because it's just like I don't know what it is but it's just like I don't vibe with that like I don't know I just if we didn't I don't know his full chart that's the only thing but that's what I'm saying if you just go by sun sign you're you're it's not gonna work out so I got off on a tangent there (laughs) I'm so sorry But I'm just trying to, like, make a point, basically, of, you know, where I went from medical astrology to that. But, yeah, anyways, let's jump back on topic. Uh, Yeah, so I thought this, you know, the astrology, nutrition, and health, and also me studying relationship astrology, that way I can do chart readings. And, of course, I don't want you guys to think that oh, you know, like, it's set in stone because, you know, your placements don't match and all that stuff, like, the world is unique, and that's what I want, also want to say, is, like, I've seen people whose charts are just all on the complete opposite side of the spectrum, but it works, you know, there's the reason why there's such thing, the saying opposites attract, um, but it, it would just be nice to kind of, like, you know, kind of just really see it in action and really use, like, that energy and that, and that thing so I can be like, oh, because, you know, being in this course, you know, I realize that it tells you there's more than just the signs. It's all the house, the um, 
aspects, which is going to show what you guys are going to struggle in, also what you guys need to feel a certain way through the houses, the modal, the modalities, all of that shit. So once I get to know all that shit, you know, I got to use notebook, no map. <laughs> I mean, I'll still use it, of course, because it's nice to just still learn and stuff. And this is kind of like what this podcast is. But um, actually, I can actually do readings and do like, you know, like little like things where people, if they want to, you know, like want me to read their charts and you know, all that good stuff. It will just become more of that kind of thing and start like a little business out of it. You guys know I have a third house stellium, so I'm all about learning and research because that's really what I love to do. I love to read. I love to learn new things constantly. Um, and I immerse myself in so many different things. Like I said, like um, herbal, uh, master herbalism course I'm in. I have a precision, a precision nutrition that I need to finish, like, all of that stuff, so I can be, like, health coaching, because I feel like this, plus I'm, like, a psychology major, all of this to me, like, I, I want to make sure that I can take care of my family, my loved ones, and help people in need, because nutrition, psychology, the astrology, all this shit goes in hand in hand into making you a healthy, functional human being. So that's just what it's about for me. But let's no longer, um, you know, stall. Let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. So I'm trying to think, I guess I will go ahead and read your, your crystal first, and then we'll jump into the holistic one. So because the crystal one is very short. So Virgo Ascendants, Virgo Risings, you beautiful earthy people, your rising crystal is blue tourmaline known as Indicolite. So it says, meaning the world, um, and this is also from Judy Hall's Crystal Zodiac, use your birthstone to enhance your life. It has sun, moon, and rising in here. Of course, the moons will be red when we get into the moon section. Anyways, um, meeting the world, it says to the outside world, you are a coolly efficient person. The face you present or the mask behind which you hide is hardworking, dependable, and service-oriented, which is supported by your ascendant crystal blue tourmaline, also known as indicolite. This stone resonates with your sense of responsibility and encourages love of truth. Blue tourmaline enhances your desire to live in peaceful harmony with the environment and to be of service to your fellow human beings. Cool in a crisis, analytical and detached. You have the flexibility to embrace change and the organizational skills to remain in control. So confidence trick. Despite your outward appearance of organized efficiency, you may well lack confidence in your abilities and allow others to coerce you into support roles or servitude. Many people with Virgo ascendants find themselves, for example, serving as a personal assistant rather than a boss, and you are often drawn to nursing and caring provisions professions. Blue tourmaline is an excellent stone for you, promoting self-confidence and diminishing fear. It inspires compassion and tolerance, dispersing negative thought patterns. It suggests creative solutions and helps you to shine, and it enables you to speak out when necessary. Uh, Fairy Godmother Blessings, a razor-sharp analytical mind that has the ability to categorize and organize efficiently was bestowed by Mercury at your birth together with the gift of wit and intuitive intelligence. Your earthy ascendant helps you to work in harmony with the environment and ability that is supported by your tourmaline ascendant crystal. 
the Virgo mask. When Virgo wears the mask of service, it can disguise a more amb ambitious or outgoing sun sign. This mask gives you dedication to a task, but it may conceal your true talent. Your creativity may also be blocked by more pragmatic calls on your time. Other people are used to relying on your efficiency and may ask too much of you. Uh, may ask too much of you. Wearing your blue tourmaline ensures that you fulfill your fullest potential, promoting taking responsibility for yourself as well as appropriate others. Uh, the Virgo Ascendant Meditation. So it says, holding your blue tourmaline, walk in a spiral, move from the outside world and curling deep into yourself. When you reach the center, stand with your feet firmly on the floor, knees slightly flexed. Feel your connection to the earth and the supportive energies it offers you. Allow the earth energy to travel up through your feet and legs and into your belly. Holding your blue tourmaline just below your navel, take deep breaths. Pulling the air tight into your belly, feel it join with the energy of the earth, forming a battery of energy on which you can draw. When you have completed the energy charge, retrace the spiral and walk into the outside world once more. So that is your crystal, whoever is a Virgo ascendant. Um, I think this is a wonderful crystal. I've never personally worked with it yet. I have green tourmaline and I, of course, have black tourmaline and even pink tourmaline. But I've never uh, ran into blue yet. So it sounds interesting. Um, this is for, of, co of course, Virgo Risings. And I feel like it's nice to carry slash wear your ascendant crystals, if you like, or even your, you know, like your sun, moon, whatever. I just like wearing my crystals because they can go everywhere I go and then I don't, have to, I don't have to worry about it falling out of my pocket. But I do carry a little baggie I made for myself for manifestation for cash money because you guys know that's one of my manifestations as well as healing. So I carry those, uh, but sometimes my pocket's not deep enough because I've already lost red jasper when I was carrying it in my pocket. That's why I was like, eh, I think I might just stick with um, either like carrying a little baggie that will like sit well in my purse or, you know, or mainly definitely wearing as pendants or bracelets. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump into the other. And this is now we're in the complete guide to astrological self-care. So Virgos, let's see. It says, uh, of course, this goes off sun signs, but it's going to be like, you can also use this for your um, rising as well, um, placements, even moon, um, your moon placements, your big three, definitely. So um, characteristics, analytical, anxious, critical, detailed, diligent, efficient, helpful, logical, orderly, precise, rational, and tidy. Your symbol, the virgin, a symbol of purity and self-sufficiency. She is often depicted as a maiden holding a sheaf of grain, representing her association with fertility and the harvest. In mythical and cultural traditions, the virgin is a symbol of sacred commitment, maid hiredom, and the priestesses who tend the eternal flame. You know, I find it funny that Virgos are known as the virgin, and I quote, because they're also the freakiest uh sexually in sign in the sign like I mean like some off the wall freaky stuff like some you know like BDSM and all that kind of shit like that you know like you know 50 shades of gray and all that kind of shit 
Anyways, um, this is not the sex episode yet. Planetary ruler, Mercury, which has the fastest orbit around the sun. Mercury was known for his role as the messenger of the gods. His counterpart in Greek mythology was Hermes. In astrology, Mercury represents the mind, communication, and language element, Earth, which embodies the grounded energy of creativity, resistance, and practicality. It is fertile and passive, and it relates to the world on a sensual level. Pragmatism, routines, and sensuality energizes Earth signs, while fast movement, quick change, and an emphasis on sentimentality may deplete their vitality. And this is so true, because you guys know Earth... um, is this it's like the slowest moving of course of all the substance it's grounded it's solid you know and um earth signs they like to take their time and what they're doing so that's why I feel like air signs get on their nerves because you know air signs were like even air and fire we're all about we gotta go go, 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 go." you know we're like jumping all over the room and like come on we gotta do this next we gotta do this we gotta do this we're talking so fast you know and air I mean earth signs are like bitch shut up leave me alone I'm still working on this one thing you know and I know like definitely like you know earth and air especially Gemini's and Aries (laughs) have a hard time, you know, like just being able to, you know, like be still, they're very impatient. So they were like, Gemini's get bored very easily. Same with um, Aries. So we got to hold some space for our earthy brothers and sisters. Okay. Because like, that's just how they work, and you want to make someone feel comfortable in their element, not uncomfortable because you want them to move faster. Like, you got to respect that. Yes, I know. I'm one of those ones. It's like I have patience with people, but I don't have patience for when it comes to, like, doing things. Like, I mean, yeah. It's like I do, but I don't. It's like I, I kind of do because I have, I have an Earth, you know, like Mars and stuff. But it's just like I'm like, oh you know I'm also like I gotta go 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 we gotta like I want to hurry up I want to move to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing you know so yeah anyways let's just you know we love you earth people our earthy elements we really do we appreciate that you actually do take the time to really learn and you know like are detailed in your craft so we respect you and we love you for that because without you it probably wouldn't really happen that great anyways so modality mutable which has an affinity for the adjust adjustment and finessing stage of creative project mutable signs are flexible adaptive and chameleon like they may find themselves agitated if things are too structured or overly refined yeah mutables are great because they are they're kind of like the people I feel like to have an open mind I'm very mutable heavy um, and I feel like when you're mutable heavy, you do have more of an open mind and our understanding of both sides of what's going on compared to the fixed sign, which seems to enjoy being very stubborn. If you're heavy on that, like you guys get shit done, but you can be very stone stubborn. I'm like, damn it. Okay, so personal health profile. Virgo is associated with the health consciousness. With people born under this sign diligently focused on being well and staying well. Yet, since Virgos are perfectionists, your idea of wellness may be a bit more exacting than others. 
After all, yours in the your yours is the sign of the virgin making purity and enduring Virgoan goal, which someone else may accept a little ache or pain as one of life's tri- trifles, not you. Detailed-oriented Virgos are hyper-aware of all their body's signs and signals. If anything seems even slightly amiss, you notice it and want to remedy it. Your analytical mind and fix-it nature spring into action, seeking a solution to the problem so that you can readily restore your sense of well-being. So I've mentioned this before. A lot of the Virgos that I'm around are health nuts. You know, they rule the sixth house, the house of health. Um, so a lot of them that I know are, they work out every day. They eat, they eat good. They, they do, like it said, notice when something's wrong with their body, they pick that shit up right away. And they're like, okay, this feels wrong. This is what I'm going to do. And they go and get it fixed. Um, they're like, their bodies are amazing. I just love how they're so consistent with taking care of themselves. Like that's so attractive to me, you know, and I'm trying to get on that level myself because like, like I'm I'm like kind of back and forth, you know. It's like I'm consistent for a few, then I once once everything goes good, then I kind of fall back off. Then when it fucks up, then I'm consistent again. And I shouldn't, you know, I don't want to be someone who's like, oh, you know, like let me just slack off, you know, like after, you know, because I feel good and I'm well and I'm thriving, and then always keep coming back only when I'm sick. Like that's actually very irresponsible of myself and very unattractive, um, because it's just like why are you causing yourself more like harm when you know, obviously, if you fall off, you're going to get sick, right? Like, come on, come on, come on, get it right, get it right. Anyways, <laughs> um, it says, while your keen sense of analysis and your critical eye may help you solve many healthcare problems, these traits may at times also exas- exas- exacerbate them. After all, your your vigilance about your body combined with your un, unswerving desire to have everything just right can lead to undue worry. As your mind and body are particularly in sync, the resulting anxiety may not only impact your mental outlook, but also disturb your physical health. It's important for, for Virgo to understand that in health, as... Um, as in health, as in life, profession is an unrealistic goal. It's not that you can't achieve it. It's that it just can't be achieved. I'm going to read that again, Virgo, so you can hear that. (laughs) And I'm not kidding. I'm being serious. It's important for a Virgo to understand that in health, as in life, perfection is an unrealistic goal. It's not that you can't achieve it. It's that it just can't be achieved. Do I need to read that again, Virgos? For the third, fourth, fifth time? Like, no joke. I'm going to stop there because we're going to talk about that. Virgos, my wonderful, you know, hardworking, acts of service, earth element people. There is no such thing as perfection. I'm not kidding. Like, when you strive to be perfect, you're going to run yourself fucking nuts. You're going to cause yourself unnecessary mental health strain from trying to do something that, in my opinion, doesn't really exist, right? 
nobody is perfect. I don't give a fuck who you are. You're, there's no one that's perfect and no one will never be perfect. It just can't happen, right? No matter what we work on, even if we think that we're like, if you're not doing something also, because perfection is also something that will literally keep uh, keep you stuck and not, per, you know, pursuing what it is you want to do, right? You're you're too busy thinking and overanalyzing so hard that it has to be perfect. This doesn't look perfect. This is not perfect, especially when you start something. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to be perfect at it. And even when you do get to, like, you harness that, you know, that skill, it's still never going to be perfect. There's always something to learn. Always. And um, I want people to know that. I want Virgos, anyone with Virgo placements, you have to know this. And I'm talking to myself here because I've, I've been one, I have one day who, you know, I went to therapy and that's one of the things I had to like really get out of is perfection and controlling every situation that I was in. It just, you can't do that. It really would like, and still, I still like find myself sometimes doing this, but you know, I've gotten better. But it's just like, once you realize that there's no, you're never going to be perfect and that's okay because we're humans, life gets so much easier. Your mind will be so much easier. You'll pursue things so much more easier because you, you won't be high, you won't be holding yourself to these basically godly standards. The only way you're going to achieve perfection is if you're not human, if you're basically a god, and we all know none of us is that, right? <laughs> you know, so please don't like obsess about perfection because you're just hurting yourself. And it's just unachievable. It can't be achieved achieved at all. So remember that, Virgos, okay? And everyone, remember that. So it says, striving toward a more accepting outlook that allows for the existence of imperfections can do wonders for your sense of well-being and ultimately your physical health. So yeah, there's beauty in imperfection, you guys. Like, it really is. Like, you know... Just, you know, go to go to an art museum <clears throat> one day just by yourself. Um, and even I mean, if you want to take a friend, you can take a friend. But I feel like it's more so when it's by yourself, because whenever I had to do assignments in college, I had to, you know, there would be assignments where it says, you know, go by yourself to the you know museum and find a piece of art and, you know, like dissect it and, you know, give your own intuitive interpretation of it. And there is just beauty in things that are not perfect. Like, it's just like, it, it just really expands your mind, in my opinion. Because it's just like, wow, you know, like, what was this person seeing when they created this? Like, I want to know this person. I want to get to know them. I want, like, that piece of art is will be so unique compared to the others, you know, that are doing everything 
you know, like seemingly like how we're used to seeing it. But when someone really like makes something that's just like out of the norm and different, it really just really like lightens up your senses. Like, whoa, like your mind's like, what am I looking at here? You know, compared to like, oh, that's like blue colors and oh, a picture of a horse. Oh, that's beautiful. Okay, nice. You know, like we know what that is. But when I see something that's all like, you know, like not, you know, like how it's supposed to be, it's like, what, what the hell is this? Like, what was this person thinking when they were doing this? Like, what is this conveying to me? You know, what is this saying to me? You know, it's just, that's how I, at least I feel it. I don't know. But it's just, there's beauty and imperfection. It just really is like, I'm starting to really realize that about my, my body even, you know, like part of my issues and kind of disordered ways of doing things for my health came from like me being obsessed with, I have to look a certain way. I have to have a certain body type. Like you guys know, like basically growing up in high school for me, um, I, I struggled with how my figure was, right? Um, it had nothing to do with weight gain because I had no problem. Like I was always active. So I was like, like I was like skinny basically, but not the kind of skinny that was in when I was going to school. Like, you know, like a lot of the type of bodies that were liked, you know, were bodies that were like, you know, thin, like, you know, like kind of just model-esque, I guess you can say, where it's just like, everything's more petite, um, you know, like, they're just very small, and like a size zero, they have like, no, you know, not really any like, hips, or butts, or anything like that, or like, their waist is just nice and slim, and my body wasn't like that growing up, I was very, I'm very curvaceous, like, I have a small waist with big hips, a big booty, and, um, my boobs are, you know, they're, they're just right. You know, they're not huge. They're not small. They're, they're just right. And I would always hide my hips and my butt growing up because I was ashamed of it. And I used to try so hard. I would used to try to work out so hard to try to get that small little body, you know, with, you know, like smaller hips. I wanted my, I wanted to shrink my hips. I wanted to shrink my butt. And I didn't want it. Like, I didn't like the attention it gave. Like, you know, I just, I didn't like it. You know, I felt ugly. And, you know, a lot of my friends were like, oh my God, your figure is beautiful. Why are you hiding it? You know, and I'm like, because I don't, I don't like showing my hips and my booty. I didn't like it. And I, I felt like I, I didn't have the type of body that society liked at the moment. And now it's crazy because now it's like my friends were like, she was literally like, I know you must be happy to have those hips and ass now because that's all everybody wants now. That's what's in. And I was like, I mean, it's been part of my body my whole life. So, I mean, it's, it's cool. It's, it's not all like, yeah, you know, I'm finally with, I finally got the body that's wanted, you know, it's nothing like that, you know? And, and that just kind of shows like how, you know, we, the trends are always changing, as you can see. It went from being a model-esque body to, like, people literally worshipping big asses, you know, and big hips and thick thighs and all that stuff, like, and it, it just shows that you'll never be perfect, so even if you achieve 
you know, like go out, get a bazillion butt lift and achieve that. If you're not achieving it for your own reasons, it's eventually that looks going to die out. And then, then what you got to, you know, keep going back. And, you know, so that's why I said imperfections is what makes the world go round to me. Everyone is different. Everybody is different. Everyone's mind's different. So that's the beauty of it. And when you accept that, you'll live much, you know, like happier life uh, when it comes to that, you know, so just take care of yourself, you know, and understand that, you know, imperfections is part of life. As the earth sign associated with the harvest, an important part of Virgo's wellness regimen is centered on diet. Since you, since your sign appreciates the bounty of the land, the joys and health benefits of organic and natural foods are probably nothing new to you. Your ideal healthcare practitioner understands the extricable link between mind and body. Whatever their scope of practice, you want them to be masters of their craft. Ideally, they are able to communicate both general concepts and details of health maintenance. This way, you can better understand how their recommendations fit together as practical steps for your attainment of optimal well-being. So basically saying that, you know, Virgos, because you guys are earthy, you guys seem to go more for the holistic approach, which which makes sense. Um, A lot of the um, a lot of Virgoans uh, that I know of are very um, they're more organic. They, like I said, they really focus on how their body looks and how healthy it is because you got to also understand that earth signs are more um, materialistic. So they want to see their health reflected in their body, their hair, their environment, you know, what they're putting in their body, what they, you know, for what their doctor's advice they're giving uh, giving to them and everything. So let's go ahead and jump to the areas of health focus. And this this is the parts of the body that's associated with Virgo include the small intestines, an organ of digestion that absorbs many nutrients, the pancreas, which produces digestive enzymes, and the gallbladder, which stores bile necessary to break down fats. Your Virgoan critical thinking skills keep physical awareness and perceptive mind are some of the resources you can use when facing any health challenge. So aid in digestion, um, discern and assimilate are two key words used to describe Virgo as well as the function of the small intestine, an organ ruled by your sign. As such, Virgos may want to pay careful attention to their digestive health. Excess stress and the routine intake of aspirin and other non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, NSAIDs, and if you guys don't know what those are, like uh non like NSAIDs are pretty much like stuff like ibuprofen, Aleve, um, Excedrin, uh, those you know basically anti uh, anti-inflammatory drugs, uh, and aspirin as well is included in that can lead to in- intestinal per- permeability, a cause of indigestion and nutrient malabsorption. One way to boost intestinal health is to eat a diet rich in anti-inflammatory nutrients, including omega-3 fatty acids featured in cold water fish. And if you can't eat fish, um, that's why it's good to take, um, or if you don't like it, rather, 
it's going to take omega-3s, you know, um, fish oil. Um, I love fish, but I don't eat it all the time. So I supplement with fish oil to make sure I'm getting omega-3s. But as well as the flavonoid and cardinoid phytonutrients found concentrated in richly colored fruits and vegetables, probiotic supplements can also be helpful as they promote the reestablishment of healthy populations of beneficial intestinal flora. Probiotics are really important. I supplement with those um, because I know at the point when I wasn't doing that stuff because I didn't really know much about nutrition and I wasn't really going to any naturopaths or holistic medicine, I had ended up getting candida overgrowth in my gut. And if you don't know what candida is, that's yeast. Um, It is not... (laughs) It is not a fun thing to do. It can actually really hurt you and cause a lot of damage to your body. So um, because I um, am like lactose and I can't really eat, um, I'm actually, you know, like I can't really, how can I put this? I actually found out I'm not like intolerant to milk, but for some reason, or dairy, it just fucks with my stomach. So even though my test said I'm not, I still kind of stay away from it. So I don't really fuck with um, a lot of dairy stuff. Like, if I don't eat it all the time, it's okay. But like, if I, I can eat it, like, let's say like once, maybe a week, to be honest. And it like it can be like stuff like cottage cheese doesn't really bother me too much. Um, but that's about it. That's about the only dairy stuff. I milk sometimes. So it's usually like cheese will kind of fuck me up. Um, and um, yogurts, which I hate because I love yogurts, especially that used to be like my go-to when I was really consistent um, with fitness and nutrition and everything. But and it had it's good. Um, especially for probiotic if you don't like taking the pills and stuff for it. So I have to supplement, of course, with that. And it does. It makes my gut feel so much better. I also use um, enzymes to help break down food better. Because, uh, like, in 2013, I lost my gallbladder. So um, I have to use enzymes, especially ones that, um, like, ox bile that breaks down fat so that I can digest, you know, like, avocados and all that good stuff but anyways um probiotic I would highly recommend of course talk to your doctor um it's over the counter but I would highly recommend taking a probiotic a day anyways respect food sensitivity so Virgos are very discriminating your method your methodical nature compels you to discern the good from the from the not so good combine this with the fact that your sign governs the act of digestion and you've got a recipe for food sensitivities in this phys- uh, physiological event, your body readily judges, fo- judges food as either friend or foe, with the latter triggering inflammation that can lead to nutrient malabsorption. Food sensitivities can also cause indigestion, depression, and headaches. If these symptoms are on your list of health complaints and the causes remain an undiagnosed mystery, you may want to investigate the possibility of of adverse food reactions with your hair care, health care pr- practitioner. So I'm going to say if you're a Virgo sign, of course, um, but in medical astrology, um, moon signs is what they look at of how you digest food and food sensitivities and stuff like that. So if you're a Virgo moon, this would be really important for you, um, considering you 
you know, you rule the small intestines, the sign does. I would really, for both um, Virgo suns and Virgo moons, I would really look into, you know, taking a food test, um, sensitive, sensitivity test. Um, I've done one with um, like an allergy place. Um, although those ones are kind of meh, um, there's one that I am getting ready to use with my naturopath that will do a complete and really detailed list of things that, you know, don't work well for your, for your gut, you know, like food, anything that's going to fucking set your body off into allergic reaction or intolerance or anything. So I would highly recommend you do that. Those are expensive. I know, like he said, it's going to be about $230, I think for me. I mean, yeah, it's expensive, but it's, it's so worth it. You know, like I'm on a healing journey, so I need to know anything that my body is not happy with so I can remove it and move forward with, you know, my, you know, future without health problems. So I would highly recommend doing that too. Um, so let's say promote gallbladder health, traditional Chinese medicine, fond of describing the body in poetic ways, portrays the gallbladder as exacting and, and decisive characteristics that also describe your sign. The gallbladder serves as a storehouse of bile without adequate bile fats aren't well digested, which can lead to malabsorption and food sensitivities. The Western diet filled with refined foods and overloaded with saturated fats exasperates gallbladder disturbances as fiber-filled whole foods promote the health of this small but very important organ include a cornucopia of fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and other nutrient-rich fare in your diet. So this kind of makes sense. Maybe this explains why I have so many food sensitivities because I don't have one. (laughs) So, um... That's the problem with, um, I don't know, like it mentioned, the Western diet is just very shitty. It's full of, you know, fake foods, and I like to call them Franken foods, and it does not work for our bodies. It's actually fucking it up. It's killing it off. It's damaging our organs, our brains, everything, and it's like they, you know they don't really, they, they take out the gallbladder. And I didn't know at the time when I had this done, this is before I had went to college. I was really young. Um, and, um, I had lost it and it's just like, they were like, Oh, you don't need it anyway. And it's like, (laughs) at the time I was just like, Oh, okay. You know, they know what they're doing, but it's just like, if we can save that, you guys, it would, it would really help. A, a lot lot you know with things that we're having issues with because now that it said that I was like that makes sense because I never used to have problems with like foods and stuff and now it's like I'm having a lot of issues with certain foods that I used to love and enjoy like eggs and stuff I can't even eat that and I thought I could eat um duck eggs which I recently brought back into my diet to see how it works because it wasn't bothering bothering me with chicken eggs would but now I can't even eat that so it's just like eggs are just gone they're they're gone they're they're dead and gone to me you know but if you can truly eat whole foods healthy foods so that your gallbladder doesn't get fucked up mine's only got fucked up really because I have a um, hereditary blood issue um, which my blood turns over so fast it's it's called um, hemoglobin SC disease 
and my blood turns over so fast that it would go too fast in the average person that it started to just dump pigment stones in my gallbladder and then eventually my gallbladder almost exploded so I'd have an emergency removal so but if you don't have that kind of hereditary blood disease that I have um take care of it love it because truly that thing really does help with um parts of digestion so don't ever let them say oh you don't need it it's good to keep it if you can so but anyways uh practice acceptance virgos are quite uh proficient and dissecting situations analyzing the ins and outs of all the details while your critical mind provides you with astonishing insights it can also lead to an amazing amount of worry owing to your perfectionist proclivity to readily view that things just aren't the best that they can be it's important to remember that not every situation needs remedying learning to accept situations and people including yourself as they are with flaws and all will reduce your stress and enhance your mental physical health so that's another thing i'm going to read again Burrows. it's important to remember that not every situation needs remedying meaning you don't have to fix everything okay not everything needs to be fixed okay learning to accept situations and people including yourself meaning situations people and yourself they're not going to be perfect things happen you know, that's part of the human life. Just as they are with flaws and all, because we all have flaws, that's just part of human life again, will reduce your stress and enhance your mental and physical physical health. So if you would just accept that and understand that you will, you know, your stress will be greatly reduced. And with stress being greatly reduced, that means a healthier mental health and physical health so just do your best and you know stop critiquing people and being overly critical and thinking that you know like oh this person breathed wrong I can't stand them you know what I mean like come on now come on it's just we all have those little annoying traits about us and that's okay because we love each other for who we are you know and not that we don't love each other because we're perfect and because we think we're gods or goddesses, you know what I mean? So just, you know, be easy on yourself and others, you know, so. So healthy eating tips for Virgos. So as Virgo is an earth sign, those born under it have an an instinctive knowledge that food can play an integral role in maintaining well-being. In fact, you were probably into health food long before it became a trend, let alone more mainstream. So avoid food triggers. Do you sense that certain foods may trigger feelings of malaise with whether they be digestive upsets or unsettling mood swings? If so, consider doing a modified allergy avoidance or full-scale elimination diet to, to determine whether any foods you can eat deplete your vitality. Even just eliminating the food trigger, triple threat, wheat, cows, milk, and eggs from your diet for two weeks may do wonders for wellness and allow you to deduce whether you are sensitive to one or more of of these common food allergens. For a more detailed and methodical approach, consider pursuing an an elimination diet with guidance of a nutritionist. So my um, naturopath is doing this with me right now. Um, I am on a elimination diet 
except they want me to go three weeks, um, as well as they put me on a diet um, lower in, um, what is it, lower in, um, oh my God, carbohydrates, there we go, and increased protein uh, and eating uh, mild healthy fats, but definitely lowered um, lowered carbs because um, yours truly, you know, I just, I wasn't tracking, like I said, I wasn't consistent after a while, and um, I started to notice that, like, things was happening and everything, and, you know, they did some tests and stuff, and they found some things that, you know, it was, like, chill, but it was just, like, she knew that, like, basically, if um, I, um, if I were to probably try an elimination diet, I can really pinpoint the things that bother me. And so that's how I was able to find out that even the duck eggs were not working, right? So um, I had to let that go. But yeah, I think it's I think it's important really for anyone besides Virgos too, just to do this. Um, because you will really notice things that, you know, like you're letting go. Like I Like I'm not even like craving any sugars or anything really doing this. And I, I am feeling a lot better in my body and everything else. So I'm excited. Um, I started working back out and everything too. So we'll see how it goes. And yeah, I've already was told, you know, like my, it was like my son's, um, birthday and stuff. And then we were like doing some stuff yesterday and everything. And, you know, his dad was like, Whoa, you know, like you're, you're starting to looks like you're looking good and like you were looking a little swollen for a little bit. So I was like, Oh, well, thank you. You know, but anyways, so, uh, yeah, just do that. Do some, uh, of course with help of your nutritionist, don't go off Google or, um, an, another, a book that I would recommend to, um, is Dr. Will Cole's, um, what is it? Inflammation Spectrum, I think it is. Very good book. Um, it's pretty much like that with um, trying to help you um, pinpoint what is causing issues in your body. I love that man. Um, if I had $7,000 or $10,000 to go see him, I would because he gets like he changes lives and that's what I'm saying. So I'm trying to manifest money and manifest wealth because, you know, I don't want money to be a, a issue with taking care of myself or my loved ones. So that's why I'm on this journey, y'all. But anyway, it's um, very important to do that. And then it says, think globally, eat locally. With your being the sign of the harvest, Virgos are naturally connected to and concerned about the earth. Empower yourself by purchasing locally grown and organic foods. Doing so can make a difference in the sustainability of the environment and your health. As organic foods are lower in pesticide residues that conventionally grown grown foods. By by shopping at farmer's markets, you'll not only enjoy the freshest produce, meat, and dairy products, but you'll also directly support the people who grow the foods that nourish you. Look for foods that are labeled organic, but don't discount the wares of local farmers who may grow their foods sustainably, but who have decided not to incur the extra expense of getting their farms organically certified. So this, 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 okay. Pesticides are a real thing. And I remember I had to do a essay on this when I was in college. Um, 
you know, my, my uh, pesticide or my toxin rather that I had to talk about was digoxins or something like that, dioxins. Um, please. (laughs) And I get, if you're tight on money, the one thing that you need to definitely make sure that you're buying organically is your veggies. Um, your vegetables, your fruits, everything. And I know there's certain fruits that you can kind of get away with, ones that have skin. So like, let's say like a banana, those have a skin. So it doesn't really hit the, you know, you're not eating the skin. It doesn't really hit the um, inside of it. Uh, Oranges, I believe is one. Uh, What else? Um, Avocados, I think it's like mainly like stuff like blueberries, strawberries, apples, like shit where you're eating the skin and you're biting into right away. Get those organic, please, because it's so vital to your body. Um, I, I even recommend you know, if you can get organic meats, like, you know, I mean, I know those are pricier, but I know they have, um, what is that, uh, box? Is it the butcher box? I think if you can afford the butcher box, um, it's a, it's an amazing, uh, you know, box that it's, you pay monthly, I believe it's like a subscription and you pay monthly for, uh, organic, um, you know, like meats and stuff. Uh, has no ABOs, no nothing in it, and um, it's very good for you. I think the lowest starts at $145. You choose what meats you want, and it's like, I know some people are like, well, I don't have the money. I, I don't want it. I can't do this. Just listen to this. <laughs> if we stop wasting money on stupid shit all the time, we can eventually put it in our budget, you know, to do that. So, like, let's say, like, eating out all the time. And you guys know, cause I've been one person, especially when I was at work, I would be spending almost a hundred dollars a week on eating like out, like stuff around me, like, you know, like fucking Chinese restaurants and all this shit. And I, I didn't really notice that until one day I had did a budget one day and I was like, Oh my God, I'm spending like five to $600 a month on eating out alone. You know what I mean? So I was like, fuck that shit. When I saw that I did that, I got Thrive uh, Thrive Market. Thrive Market's another good place. Uh, that's the subscription. I believe you pay $60 a year. And you have access to all kinds of healthy, organic foods um, and uh, snacks and everything else. Stuff that's gluten-free, that fits your diet, paleo, whatever you're doing, keto, whatever, uh, for $60 a month. And it... it, it um, you know, you guys know like Whole Foods and all that, like they're expensive a little bit, but you can get those same foods that are in Whole Foods for way cheaper on Thrive Market. Um, and no, this is not sponsored, but I live by this kind of stuff. You know, this is the kind of stuff that when I was doing this, I was a healthy bitch. And since I've let it go, because, you know, like I'm like, well, I'm on a budget, you know, I'm not like working just yet and everything. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's tight, you know, and I don't, I don't expect my husband to do everything, you know what I mean? Like, I still get money, of course, from, like, what I'm on because I'm hurt. I got hurt at work, and so they have to pay me. But it's not nearly as much as I was making when I was going to work. So, um, yeah, I I have to, like, scale back on some things and only do important stuff. But I, I, th- I know that I realized saying this that I need to do the same thing, too, you know. And I'm just telling you guys from experience because I know you guys are like, bitch, practice what you preach. But it's just like, 
I've been through fucking hell with my health and I don't want anybody else to fucking suffer with this shit. It's not fun. It really isn't. It's not fucking fun being sick and fucking hurting and being in and out of the hospital and in and out of the doctor's office all the fucking time. It's just not. And I noticed that I'm not like that when I am fully taking care of myself, fully eating organic whole foods and not, you know, like, oh, here and there and not really eating and all this stuff, you know, because, oh, I'm not hungry, you know, give your body some, some, a little bit of fuel, you know what I mean? Like healthy fuel to kind of like give it something to be able to work with. But I truly, I love you guys so much. And I just don't want you to suffer like that. Like I've been through fucking hell since 2020, you guys, seriously. And I don't wish that on nobody. So please, if you can do your best to budget, you know, these healthy ways to eat. So Thrive Market, the Butcher Box, all those good things. Um, all it just, it's just best for you if you can do it. And that's out of love, okay? So um, let's see. It says also, um, hold on a second. I think I feel like I lost my... Um, Oh, here it is. Oh, I was like, uh, um, okay. So let's see. It says, um, watch obsessive eating patterns. Okay. Oriented, uh, health oriented Virgos may want to keep their tendency toward, um, austerity and their affection for details in check. Otherwise you may find yourself developing orthorexic habits. Habits. The term orthorexia signifies an obsession with the ideas of healthy eating where a good portion of your energy is spent worrying about which food to eat and how they will impact your health. This often occurs at the expense of life balance, enjoyment of food, and ironically optimal health. If you find yourself following a supposedly healthy diet that leaves you low on energy, in energy or feeling isolated, you may want to consider whether it is really the best plan for your well-being. So this is a very real type of eating disorder, you guys. Um, I I should put trigger warning for this because I don't want to trigger anybody, but I want to let you guys know. Basically, um, there is a such thing as being obsessive, even, you know, there's, you know, binging, which we love, you know, like people like to, they end up binging on a whole bunch of foods and, um, especially like bad foods, any kind of foods, they just end up binging eating all day and then ends up in unhealthy, you know, like food, um, amounts and weight gain. Same with anorexia, you know, that's when you don't want to eat anything because you're worried about gaining weight. And so you end up getting extremely thin and unhealthy. There is also a such thing as, orthorexia, which is where, you know, I kind of feel like I fell into that kind of loop for a second, um, a little bit ago, um, where I was so obsessed with eating healthy and only eating organic foods and only eating certain foods because I'm worried about, well, if it, you know, like I would be so obsessive with studying, well, this food does this, so I have to make sure I eat this and this and this and this and this. And it's, it took the fun out of, it took the enjoyment out of food, like seriously, like, because I would be so scared to eat certain things. I was like, well, I don't want to eat this because of that. When really, it's just truly about balance. Okay, like, 
eat whole healthy foods, but don't obsess about, oh, well, oranges do this, so I have to make sure I eat this, you know, and this and this and this because of this. Like, just listen to your body. (laughs) That's the best thing to do. Listen to your body and whatever you're eating. Like, truly pay attention to how you feel afterwards. Like, journal that even. Like, food journals are extremely important. Um, if you don't like the food journal, use a, like a, a app journal. If, um, if you don't want to write down or carry stuff with these, uh, app journal, um, or even just, you know, make sure you're just getting the right, you know, macronutrients to make sure, you know, like, this is what my body is responding to. That way you can see, okay, this is what I ate. And if it didn't work well with you, you would know to get rid of that. Excuse me. But just to sit there and just obsess where you're just like, I can't eat this, I can't eat that, I can't eat this, unless it's a legitimate, like, allergy or, you know, intolerance or you go to anaphylactic shock or something like that or you know that it doesn't work for you, just try to work with balance. Just listen to your body. Be intuitive. Virgos, you, your sister's sign is Pisces. Pisces. So with that, you know, you're also intuitive. You're an intuitive earth sign. And you guys know what needs to be done. So just eat, enjoy it, and listen to to what your how your body is responding to it. So health supporting foods. It says strong strongly connected to the land. Virgos appreciate the bounty the nature yields, whole whole grains, bitter grains, and the macrobiotic staple Umboshi plums are some of the many natural foods that may support a Virgo's health. I have never heard of that, but, um, <laughs> yeah, so let's, let's start with whole grains. So whole grains, the symbol for your sign, the virgin, is often depicted holding a sheaf of grain, a food that can play a health-promoting role in a Virgo's diet. Yet it, it is important to use your discriminating nature when selecting which grains to enjoy. Fiber-rich whole grains are better for you than ones that have been refined, which are stripped of many of their naturally occurring nutrients. While wheat is unbequitious in the Western diet, you may want to avoid it as your sole go-to grain because it's top, it's it's a top food allergen. Instead, enjoy a cornucopia of whole grains such as barley, spelt, teff, and quinoa. The latter two are great for people who are also gluten reactive. So, yeah, whole grains are good. Just make sure um, you're, you know, um, make sure that you're eating, you know, like whole, you know, like unprocessed grains. Um, I want to kind of explain to you guys about gluten a little bit because gluten, um, our generation is suffering with gluten intolerance and celiac and all that shit. And it's like now gluten is demonized. And I want you guys to just think that, you know, our grandparents, even our parents, you never really heard them having issues with this. It was gluten what? Gluten who back then? Because Gluten is actually not really bad for you, especially like the gluten germ. 
But the reason why it's bad now, it's because it's been so overprocessed that they've taken all the nutrients out of it. So you got to understand our bodies, they, our bodies know what to do with whole organic foods. It's like, oh, this is what they got. Let's, oh, this is what goes here. This is what goes there, guys. Let's get working. Boom. She just gave us some awesome food. You know, we are thriving, bitch. Yes. Like, let's get to work and make this girl feel healthy and, you know, like energized and all that stuff. Because they know what to do with that kind of stuff. But when you strip things of its nutrients, like gluten has been overly processed now, it no longer knows what to do with that kind of shit. It's just like, what the fuck is this? What did they just put, what did they just, you know, put in us here? And so they're like, well, I mean, I don't, we don't know what this is. So let's just continue to signal for hunger until we get the shit that we need. So notice how, like, when you eat a whole bunch of processed food and carbs and shit, you're fucking hungry. (laughs) I know this bitch was, you know what I mean? Like, I notice if, like, if I have a day, like, let's just say yesterday, yesterday, um, you know, like, we, um, I, we were out with friends and everything else, and, uh, I didn't eat breakfast because we had to leave early in the morning um, unless to meet everybody where we were going. So, of course, I didn't eat my usual breakfast because I usually eat either, like, bone broth with, like, greens and everything in it or I'll make a smoothie or something. So, they had this amazing place, you know, a food truck because we were at, like, a car show kind of thing. And we had this amazing um, food truck called the Taste of Samoa there, which, oh, my God, guys. They had these Samoan tacos that had, it was just like a, it wasn't, it was like a little taco with uh, some kind of like, I don't know, it kind of, the bread kind of reminded me of tamales, tam- um, a Spanish food, um, but with teriyaki chicken in it. And it was very small. So I was like, oh, I you know, th- that'll be fine. I, you know, I, I'm going to have to eat. I have to fuel myself because I don't have the shit that I have with me. Um, so I just went on and ate it and, um, it was fucking amazing. And lucky enough, I had the, uh, the chicken, you know, which is a protein that won't cause like the blood sugar to shoot up quick, um, when it comes to digesting the bread. But I noticed that, um, oh, and I had a mango juice too. Their mango juice is amazing. Um, but I noticed I was hungry. (laughs) Like, it's like I, my hunger couldn't be satiated good enough, right? Because there was not really any healthy fats in there, you know? Um, And there wasn't a lot of chicken in it either, because like I said, it was small. So I was like, I was telling my husband, I was like, oh my God, I'm like still hungry. And I'm like hungry and I'm craving and I'm starting to crave, you know, like random bad things and stuff, you know, that stuff that I know I cannot eat, that's not going to make me feel good. And it's just so much of a difference, you know, because my body is just basically like, oh, we know what the chicken is, but all this other shit, like, bitch, we're still hungry, you know, like, you need to eat, like, give me some greens, give me some healthy fats so that I can, like, work with that and get the nutrients from that, you know, otherwise, it's just not going to know what to do, and it's going to keep signaling you to eat, and that's why, you know, Americans, especially, we don't, we, we have a diet high in that kind of shit. And that's why we're obese and we have heart disease and all this kind of shit because 
we're not feeding our body the nutrients that it's asking for. So basically, it's basically saying we're still hungry, even though you're like, oh, I'm full, kind of. It's like, uh, not really, you know what I mean? Like, you'll end up eating like an hour later or so because it didn't get what it needed. So gluten is a, it's a good thing, but it's just like, it's just over-processed. And that's why you got to really pick and choose like your grains now because it's just, it's fucking people up. Okay, but anyways, so bitter greens. It says, according to Chinese medicine, bitter flavors enhance the function of the Virgo-ruled small intestine, intestine making bitter greens such as dandelion green, dandelion green, sorrel, and endive, or endive, a sweet addition to Virgo's healthful diet. These vegetables aid digestion as their bitter compounds stimulate secretion of hydrochloric acid, digestive enzymes, and bile. The fact that they are rich in fiber is an added plus. You can use bitter greens as a basis of a dinner salad. Also try a splash of bitters, the bar condiment made from gentian and other herbs, and sparkling water for delicious digestive aid. Aperitive. So, um, 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 I don't know, umbashi plums, I'll spell it for you guys because I've never heard of this, U-M-E-B-O-S-H-I plums. Efficient Virgos will find much in love in umbashi plums as this food has so many health benefits. Made from pickled um plums, this Japanese alkalizing wonder is said to curb digestion and enhance mineral absorption, while also having a stellar reputation as a hangover remedy. Ooh. Combined with well-cooked rice, it is part of a traditional Japanese recipe given to children when they're sick. It is available as a whole plums, pureed paste, or vinegar. You can find it in natural food stores and Asian markets. With its tart, salty flavor, mbashi plums can adorn, adorn steamed vegetables or add a zine to rice dishes. It's also combined with perilla leaves to make the delicious um shisho uh, shiso sushi roll. Mm. I'd have to try that. I've never tried that, but it's worth, the benefits are worth eating that. So, okay, let's go ahead to wellness therapies. So, wellness therapies that promote detoxification can offer you numerous healing rewards, allowing you to cleanse your body in pursuit of the purity that Virgos so cherish. So, fasting. For Virgos, a little sacrifice is a small price to pay for the reward of purity. Fasting reflects these ascetic aims by restricting your intake of food and cleansing the body of unwanted toxins, while water-only fasts are used therapeutically for a host of different conditions. A less restrictive approach to consider is a modified juice fast, which can also incorporate both foods, fruits and steamed vegetables. While many spas offer supervised fasting programs, you can also choose to do one at home under the guidance of a nutrition pr- practitioner. Fastidious Virgos should remember that fasting may be beneficial when done periodically, but fasting too often may not be health-supportive. Um, I want to say that whole water only fasting, do not do that by yourself. Um, you like, make sure you work with someone who knows what they're doing because, um, it's, and it's, I've heard of this and it's amazing health benefits, but it, it, you can really fuck yourself up. Um, and if you start like falling down or like losing energy and stuff like that, you're going to need someone there to be able to help you 
get, you know, like get your, get your energy back and all that kind of shit. So please don't do that on your own. Like, like it said, go to some kind of, um, supervised fasting program or some shit like that. Okay. So stream bath, steam baths, traditional steam baths, such as the Russian banya uh, offer an ordered and ritualized approach to cleansing and attribute that is certain to attract health conscious Virgos. At a banya, you alternate between sweating out toxins in a sultry steam room and cooling off by plunging into a cold pool. The heat brings blood to your skin while the cold water sends a flow of blood inward to nourish your organs. Yet steam baths are not limited to the Russian culture. If there's no banya in your area, see if there's a Korean jimjibang or Turkish hammam. Or create your own bathing ritual at the gym, alternating between the steam room and a cold shower. So this, I I actually was looking into this like a while ago, uh, earlier this year. Um, I wanted to go to like some kind of like a bathhouse where it has steams and flowers and all this stuff. And I couldn't really find any uh, around my um, area. So now that I have names to actually look at, because I was just putting bathhouse or whatever, spa house, and I couldn't really find it. So, um... Yeah, um, I think this is an amazing thing to do during Virgo season, guys. And that's even, that's like Virgos and that's anyone, any sign. Like, I want to do this year, I want to do themes of health um, with um, every season. So this is, this is actually kind of amazing that um, I'm, I'm pretty glad I have this book because that way, I can kind of know, like, oh, this is what I can do, you know, this is what represents, you know, like, Virgo, and so forth, and everything else, so, yeah, you guys, like, find somewhere you can do, like, a traditional steam bath, like, it is really healthy, I know, like, when I work out, after I work out, I do go to the um, sauna to, you know, get all that, like, toxins and sweat and everything else out, so, I love baths, like, oh, I love it so much, it's so sensual to me, and just makes me happy being immersed in water, so I'm definitely going to try this. So herbal wraps, herbal wraps are perfect for earthy Virgos looking for a relaxing approach to, de- to detoxification. During this treatment, you're swathed in herb-infused linens. The, the heat created by this cocooning as well as the herbs stimulating effects to help your body release toxins. After being unwrapped, you are rinsed off and a moisturized lotion is applied to further soften your skin. If you're prone to feeling of claustrophobia, opt to keep your arms outside of the sheets. Also, ask which herbs are used in the treatment to ensure they are not ones which you are sensitive. Hmm. Interesting. So, relaxation practice for Virgos. It says, relaxation practices can help Virgos quiet their minds, which are often sowed with worry and concern, giving them the freedom to feel at ease. So, crafting with an eye for detail and appreciation for functional aesthetics. Virgos are the craftspeople of the zodiac. Channel and express your inner artisan. Crochet scarves, design mosaic garden tiles, refinish your bookcase, or do some other do-it-yourself activity. You can explore endless craft project possibilities that allow you to flex your creative muscle and relax your mind. With crafting, having experienced a renaissance, there are many resources, magazines, websites, and classes from which you can learn new skills. If your creation meets with kudos from friends and family, consider turning your hobby into a side business. And as with all your endeavors, try to temper your inner critic. Instead, re- revel in 
appreciation of the unique words you create. So gardening, planting a garden and enjoying the fruits and vegetables of your labor can be a deliciously enriching and rewarding experience. If you don't have a yard, you can still exercise your green thumb by growing an indoor herb garden. Pots of sage, mint, and oregano will not only brighten your kitchen, but will also add splinter to your recipes. If you are new to gardening or just need a refresher, contact the master gardeners in your area. This community-oriented service features local volunteers who can provide you with Practical tips on sustaining garden practice. Ooh, I like that. Animal companionship. (laughs) Spending time with a dog or cat is a great antidote for stress, especially for a Virgo. After all, astrologically speaking, your sign is associated with pets. Not only do pets happily lap up the attention you give them, but you also get something deeply nourishing for your sensitive soul in return. They're healing unconditional love. Consider volunteering at local animal shelters, spending time playing with puppies, or fostering rescued kittens. Oh, you get to enjoy the animal while you also get to enjoy the rewards of doing a good deed. I like that. I like that. Okay. Uh, let's see. So natural remedies. <clears throat> and I'm going to... I'm going to do a disclaimer because this is a book. Um, it has nothing to do with recipes, but it has a lot to do with, you know, like herbs and essential oils and flower essence. Essential oils, I'm not so worried about, but flower essence and natural remedies. You'll, your girl is not a doctor, right? Your girl is just reading what this book says is helpful for Virgos and these are all stuff that's over the counter. So if you want to try it, by all means, do you, boo. But don't, like, ask your doctor if you have concerns. <laughs> um, as I always mention, I don't want people going, well, the, the charming, I, I listened to the show and the girl on the, on the charming Libra said to do this. No, 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 no. We don't want that, okay? Um, we don't know what, I don't know what medications you guys are on. I don't know how your body reacts. I don't know any of that stuff. So heed with warning. As I mentioned, of course, a million times, I love to use myself as a guinea pig. (laughs) And I, I take all kinds of herbs and it works well for me and all kinds of healthy supplements and it works well for me. So do it at your own, you know, thing, but make sure you talk to your doctor if you're, if you have like meds or allergies and all that good stuff. So there you go. There you go. Some natural remedies. Since yours is an earth sign, Virgos appreciate the benefits, the benefit of using natural based substances such as herbs and dietary supplements to promote their well-being. Ooh, this is one I actually have. I, I take all these as listed, but valerian. Um, also known as Valerian officinalis, which also, if you go to a supplement store, it's going to be probably said Valerian root, but it's Valerian. And let me, I want to let you guys know that shit stinks like a motherfucker, but it's good for you. Anyways, Valerian has long been associated with Mercury, Virgo's ruling planet. This connection makes sense given the worry-prone Virgos may benefit from the nerve-relaxing herb. Research studies have found that Valerian may be helpful as a natural sleep aid and inducing a sense of calm that allows you to fall asleep more quickly. Unlike pharmaceutical drugs used for this purpose, valerian is is non-addictive and won't make you groggy the next morning. Yet, while valerian offers great benefits, it has rather off-putting smells. So, I didn't lie. 
Uh, consequently, valerian tea may not be the best approach. Opt instead for capsules or tinctures. Valerian is often featured with other sedative herbs such as lemon balm, passion flower, and skullcap in combination ver- herbal um, products. So I have valerian and I do it in tincture form. Um, and I also have passion flower, which uh, that's something that my um, my um, holistic um, well, my naturopath just prescribed to me because you know I you guys know suffer with anxiety and um, passion flower is amazing for anxiety. That's why she gave it to me um, to help with that. And it actually is very calming and very relaxing for me. So I don't take both of them um, because I don't need to. Uh, they're both pretty much the same thing. But passion flower to me is like I she has me taking it three times a day. So it's something that I can use during the day where it won't make me tired. While valerian, on the other hand, is more for a sleep aid, like it mentioned. And so that's something that I would only take at night if I'm having trouble sleeping, if I'm not getting good sleep. Um, but yeah, I use it in a tincture form, um, and I got it from my local, um, health organic, um, place. It wasn't Whole Foods. It's called, um, what is it? Uh, fuck. Marlene's. I don't know if, I don't know if that's just a Washington-based store. <laughs> so if you guys have a Marlene's, and, but the, the thing, the thing is called, um, uh, Herb, Herb Pharma, I think it is that the company that makes it, um, it's really there. I love using it. Like I said, I have a shit ton of their, their tinctures. Um, I had a valerian tea before, and like it said, it didn't really work and it stank so bad that I couldn't really <laughs> drink it. So I'd rather just do the tincture where I can just hurry up, you know, knock it back and then it's done and over with. But, um, yeah, this is a really good one. If you have sleeping issues, Okay, so digestive enzymes. Uh, when the Virgo rules, small intestine is inadequate amounts of digestive enzymes, whether as a result of aging or eating a refined uh, food diet, fats, carbohydrates, and protein cannot be broken down effectively. This reduces the amount of energy you get from your food and can also lead to digestive difficulties such as bloating, gas, and heartburn. Enzyme dietary supplements can help replenish your own internal enzyme supplies, aiding in healthy digestion. Many digestive uh, enzymes supplements are plant-based, usually extracted from pineapple or papaya or from aspergillus fungus. Yet, vegetarians may want to read the label closely as some supplements are actually derived from animal pancreases. So, like, I take digestive enzymes as well. I have one that my um, naturopath just gave me that I'm using, and but I also use... Um, Ox, ox bile, uh, that is one derived from animals. So if you are vegan or vegetarian, you don't want to take that because it is from ox. And that's because I don't have a gallbladder. So that helps me break down fats. So these are really important. Like it said, um, if you're having a hard time digesting shit, these things will help you because it just means that your body's having a hard time producing its own. So if you can eat it, yay, right? So multivitamin supplements. Virgos take holistic approach to uh, to life and like to cover all their bases. So consider taking a high quality multivitamin supplement to secure the change the range of the nutritional needs while not a substitute for a healthy diet. A multivitamin can be important inject that ensures you're getting optimal nutrition. 
Although they're generally called multivitamins, most also contain a gamut of minerals and other nutrients as well. These supplements come in multiple forms. For example, some formulas are food-based while others are synthetically derived. So read the labels to determine which are the best for you. With a multivitamin, like with everything you get, what you pay for. So spend a little more for high quality supplements. I agree. Um, not every multivitamin works like the other. I get, like I said, I get mines from either Whole Foods, Super Supplements, or Marlene's, um, or My Natural Paths, stuff like that. Because let, let's just say this, if you're taking multivitamins or either like some kind of B-complex, anything, if you're pissing out a whole bunch of like, let's say like lime, like like neon green piss, you're pissing pretty much the whole thing out. It's not, you know, basically it's just not doing really anything good for your body, in my opinion. It's basically saying you're pissing out any extra stuff. And to me, that seems like a lot of extra stuff to have to do compared to when I take a high quality multivitamin. I don't pee out like uh, green uh, shit because it's like my body is pretty much using everything that it has in there. So just just something to let you guys know. So essential oils, since Virgos appreciate the parts that can promise the whole, they are sure to be drawn to aromatherapy, the art of distilling, fragrant essential oils from flowers, herbs, and fruits. So it says Melissa. That's essential. So Melissa, Melissa, officinalis. Melissa and Virgos have many things in common, not the least of which is that both are renowned for their virtues. Th- throughout history, sweet-smelling Melissa, also known as lemon balm, has been lauded for its many merits, including its antiviral activity and its ability to reduce anxiety and melancholy. When your worries have you up late at night and Melissa-infused hot bath may help, LA a tendency toward insomnia. Grow a pot of lemon balm from which you can make a de- delightfully calming tea, which in t- which in wh- when it comes to choosing a Melissa oil, don't skimp on quality. Cheaper products are often adulterated with citronella and lemongrass oils and don't feature the same benefits the pure Melissa oil provides. Uh cardamom, also known as Eleteria cardamomum. Cardamomum essential oil is derived from the pungent and aromatic aromatic spice of the same name widely used in Indian cuisine. Cardamom's oil's warm fragrance is calmly yet uplifting and it has been used in perfume blends dating back to ancient Egypt. Well known for its aphrodisiac properties, cardamom essential oil can help Disrobe the Virgoan modesty that many camouflage your sexual fire. You can add a few drops of cardamom oil to unscented body lotion and use it in sensuality inspired massage. Ooh. A tea made from boiled cardamom needs mixed with honey will not only relax your mind but will also calm an upset stomach. Carrot seed, also known as Dacus carota. Carrot seed oil is distilled from the seed of its of this fruit vegetable governed by mercury, your planetary ruler. It is a great addition to a skincare regimen as it is prized for its softening and rejuvenating qualities. Its liver-supporting and diuretic 
properties make it great, adjustant for detoxifying, a benefit certain to be appreciated by the health-conscious Virgo. You can enliven your skin by mixing carrot seed oil into your moisturizer and body lotion or add the oil to a clay mask to enhance its soothing and cleansing properties. Enjoy the detoxifying attributes as well as earthy sweet fragrance of carrot seed oil by adding a few drops to your bath. So the next one is flower essence. So this is one that's also like a little tincture that you can take. Um, again, yo doctor. Anyways, earth center Virgos are sure to be intrigued by flower essence elixirs of the earth that help balance emotional and psychological well-being. See page 20 for how to use um, flower essence. Anyways, excuse me. Pine also known as Pinus Silvetris. Virgos hold everything most notably themselves to every high standard. Consequently, as a perfectionist, you may be haunted with self-reproach. Oh, no. I'm just making sure it doesn't stop. Okay. I don't want you guys to have to listen to that because I was going to push pause. Okay, anyways, you may view this lack of success as a reflection of personal failure, taking up the mantle of blame, even if it was a situation over which you really had little, if any, control. Pine is great flower essence to help you release self-depreciating feelings and realize that the perfection you should strive for is complete and unconditional self-acceptance. The other one is Centauri, Centaurium. Um, Bellatum. Uh, being of service is the raison d'etre for Virgos, a virtue that has become your calling card. With friends, family, and coworkers clamoring for your advice, assistance, and time, it's often challenged for a Virgo to know when to say no. Centauri flower essence can help you draw boundaries, gracefully maintaining your giving and dedicated nature without feeling encumbered by the news the needs of those around you. It can help you realize that saying no is sometimes as healing for you and others as saying yes. Rock water. Efficient Virgos like to organize themselves by way of schedules, routines, and systems with order bringing them a sense of comfort while this ritualized um, approach to life can make you're more productive. It can also hamper your spontaneity, which is an important ingredient of joy and creativity. Rock water flower essence allows you to engage the energy of the two elements represented in its name, the solidity of the rock combined with the fluid energy of water. So yoga poses, I'm going to read, but you're going to definitely have to look these up on Pinterest or Google or something because it's just too hard to explain and it'll just be too much of a headache. So your yoga pose for Virgos, it says yoga provides Virgos with another way to connect with their bodies and minds. Practice, practicing yoga requires concentration as well as attention, detail, both traits for which Virgos are well known. So seated forward bend, also known as past. Oh my God, I cannot, I can't pronounce that. So I'm just going to read it in this, I mean, English language, because I think it's a different language that I'd have to read it in. So a seated forward bend is one pose. The second pose is half lord of the fishes. And the third pose is extended puppy. So just go and look those up on Google. 
And it says, inspiring sleep. Virgos are keenly attuned to details and love things to be organized. As you prize order, disorder in your bedroom may impede your feeling at ease. A cluttered space may mirror itself in a mind that feels restless and filled with disquieted readily keeping you from drifting off to sleep, keeping your bedroom clean and applying feng shui principles um, so that the energy in the room flows more seamlessly can transform your bedroom into a sleep and a dream sanctuary. And then it says, oh, okay, yeah. So that's it then, guys. That is it for the Virgo wellness. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Truly embody every like essence of Virgos, you know, Virgos truly follow this if you can. And people who are not Virgos, this is the way to get that Virgoan energy, you know, like kind of like surround yourself with it. So as I mentioned, I am looking to do a bonus episodes, I think once a week with the astrology, nutrition and health. I feel like you guys would enjoy that. As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, it's you know, basically your introduction into medical astrology, which is something I study. Um, So I love you guys so much. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And I hope, you know, everything is great. You're staying safe. You're thriving. You're happy. You're manifesting all your dreams and desires. And you guys take care and be healthy. Love you guys. Bye.